then I said, that's not a gun, that's a Dorito. Oh. <laughs> oh, hey there, and welcome back to You left our the podcast. freaking button of Scott's laugh on for too long. <laughs> oh, yeah, Scott is robot. This Scott is automated to respond to, to hilarity and Michael's farts. Those are two different things, though. Michael's farts aren't funny. That's true. We have to use a uh, stream deck of Scott noises for this episode, guys. Sorry. So, yeah, this is the Out of Focus podcast. Hey, uh, welcome I'm... to the Out of Focus podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael. I'm Nick. I'm Scott Bot. Hey, yep. and... On this show, the things that we do is one of us, or sometimes even amazingly two of us, know about a thing, but then a third or two other people don't know about a thing, and then we talk to them about it. It can be video games, or movies, your mom, or even sometimes anime. We have yet to do anime. I don't know who my mom is. Um, I know you guys who, are going to have to explain it. I know who you are to explain the concept of my mother. I know who your anime mom is. But I'm not going to tell. Well, I know who that is, too. <laughs> so we're going to have to ex- explain that to Michael. So we've got the next two episodes planned out. <laughs> yeah. But right That's now, true. we're talking about James Bond Nightfire. Isn't that right, Michael? Is part two. Part two. Part amazing two. story that I thought would not finish an entire episode, but uh, we kept getting so off track with uh, James Bond eating habits that we yep. couldn't get all the way through. No. Um, Those appetizers so we were just too appetizing. Yep. Yeah. Um, which then so where, we, where did we uh, leave off, Michael, from last time? Uh, last time, after uh, spoiling the fact that Kiko, the bodyguard of Mayhew, which is... Uh, I'm going to quickly check what his nationality is before I say something. Mm-hmm. Mayhew... He's um, Dutch Irish. Is he Dutch Irish? Japanese. Oh. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's PS2 graphics, and he had yeah. an estate in Japan, and he had a undistinguish indistinguishable accent. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna say that he's Japanese. Uh. Is she was the bodyguard of a guy who did security for the bad man. And then you thought that she was your friend, but then she shot you point blank in the neck with a dart gun about the size of two human fists. So probably has a stopping power of oh my God. probably probably a full on gun. And she just shot a dart right into your neck, right next to you. And then you know that you just went to sleep. That's that's I how mean, that's how necks, necks work. The neck is the strongest bone in the human yeah. body. Well, like, with, like, the size of, like, that drank, like, you know, he'd be going down for, like, a final nap at that. Well, a little-known fact about tranquilizer darts is once they find the vein, they actually stop propelling. Yeah, just, just immediately. <laughs> yeah. No it's more force. Like it all just shuts down. Miraculous technology that we've come up with. Which is great. In video games. <laughs> um... I like this bit of sentence in the um, 
in in the Nightfire wiki. Kiko reveals that her assistance was a ruse by shooting Bond with a tranquilizer, <laughs> as if like, <laughs> as if like that's like a form of subtle communication. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when he wakes up, I hope he understands that I, him, and I are no longer partners in yeah. this endeavor. Our business transaction is over. It'd be a bit strange if he woke up and went, "What was that about?" We're still friends, right? Well, she actually had uh, attached a uh, scroll that just unfurled as the uh, needle went into his neck. So he was able to get all that exposition through that scroll. I do remember now, in the game though, before she shoots him with, with the tranquilizer, she says, you look very tired, James. How about you take a little nap? So maybe she was worried, like, oh, shit, I told him maybe I should take a bit of a nap before I shot him with a tranquilizer. Maybe he'll think when he wakes up I was serious about that. And then, and that'll just be awkward for everyone if he wakes up captured. And the first thing is, oh, thanks, Kiko, that was a great nap. And then he looks around, he's like, wait a minute. Something's a very awkward. off here. It's very awkward yeah. for everyone involved. <laughs> but see, after... After he then wakey wakey's the helicopter, which flew from a nuclear plant. I forget where it is. I think, I hope it's near Hong Kong because they go to Hong Kong, I think, or they go to Japan. I don't remember very well. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I don't either. We'll just go no, with it. Yeah. Um, it would have to probably be Hong Kong because I remember... The first time you go to this building in the game, you jump off of it with a parachute that's nearby, and the parachute, which is just in a helicopter, had a had the UK flag on it, and so it makes sense if it was in Hong Kong. Not so much sense if there was a random British, like parachute in the middle of Japan. Either way, you land yourself on Phoenix headquarters skyscraper, and you wake up, and who should be there but Drake himself? He's having champagne and, like, dinner. And the helicopter landed not that far away from his, like, table. And somehow it didn't get blown over. Like, I don't think (laughs) it would have been great if he was waiting there with the full dinner and champagne. And his girlfriend, Dominique, she's there. Um, And then as the helicopter's landing, everything blows off. And he's blown out of his chair. The champagne goes everywhere. And they have to scramble to get everything together before the helicopter door opens and Bond sees. (laughs) That is quite the uh, scene to picture. But that didn't happen. Uh, The helicopter landed and no force from the rotor blades was apparently generated. And Drake is waiting there with, with champagne. And basically, his entire speech, instead of just killing the spy, is... You are right. This entire time, I was a bad man doing bad things. And not only that, I realized that my girlfriend Dominique was helping you because we have... Get this. I I don't know if I covered this bit last time. The first time you go through in stealth mission, this skyscraper, um, at the end point, Dominique shows up um, at the end of the stairwell. Yes, I think you covered that. Alright, she's there. And um, I, don't, I definitely didn't cover this bit where Bond asks, okay, so how are you going to slow down the guards? And, she's, and she says something along the lines of, like, all right, I have my ways, or, like, I'll slow them. But then she saunters off with the implication then, I guess, that she's going to, as, like, as the boss's girlfriend, like, um, I'm trying to think of the word here, um, like, flirt with... Seduce? Enti- yeah, seduce, like... Yeah. 
a small army of men, whether she'll do it one by one or all at once, I don't know. But she saunters off sexily towards the group of men chasing Bond. As like, okay. I would like to think it, it is one by one, you know? Like, she goes, she takes them out for a quick, quick dinner that, like, you watch a cutscene Quick for. dinner yeah. on the roof. Helicopter lands, everything floats yeah. away. <laughs> Every single time. But no one ever learns, hey, maybe we shouldn't have dinner next to the helicopter pad. Let's go to another part of the roof, maybe. How did they get the table up there? There's there's no there's no elevator shaft up there, there's just a long stairwell. How did they get the table up there? They don't explain these things. Um but yeah. Drake reveals that in that stairwell that she helped James in, they they had bugged it. They had listening devices, and he knows now that you can't that he can't trust her. So he hands her off to Dominique and says, "Kill her because she's bad." Um, and then Kiko takes her, and then him and James Bond talk for a bit, and then suddenly. James Bond gets the idea of, you know what you, you know what needed to happen when the helicopter landed? This table needed to get flipped over. And then that's what he does. He flips over the table. We got our first table flip. Yeah. And then the guards are like, oh my gosh, the champagne. And then he knocks one of them with an elbow and takes their gun. And then Drake runs away like a big baby. And then because yeah. Kiko and Dominique are by the helicopter pad, um, Dominique turns around and with her special agent skill skills punches Kiko hard enough to turn her head but not enough to do any other damage and then Kiko kicks her off the side of the building and she lands in a perspective shot of um on an air conditioning unit like all the way down on the floor like all the way on the ground yeah like there's a perspective shot like from beneath the blades of Dominique falling (laughs) like like 70 stories and and it cuts as she crashes into it oh my god um Anyway, James Bond he propels down because you know he just had a he like you know had a um, rope with him or something. What, what, what? Uh, did, didn't he the have grappling like hook. a grappling? Yeah, hook he had the one grappling. Of, one of his phones I, or something. He does, but the cutscene doesn't like show him pull out the phone and attach it. It kind of just like jumps to him jumping over the helicopter pad and into an elevator because you, you let like there's a you know as you do they're like with elevators directly beneath helicopter pads that's how they build stuff right um, yeah he goes in there and i actually like this level quite a bit i don't know if it's just cathartic because um because the first time you go through the level you have to be all sneaky and quiet and all your guns are hidden away and you only get the big ass dart gun that's super slow to reload and doesn't have a lot of shots and the second time through there's just a small army in there and you just get so many overpowered guns to just mow through the entire thing. Ah, good. <laughs> yeah. Nothing uh, like plowing through at a crowd of people with overpowered weaponry. Um, they're, the security team is all weirdly dressed. Like, some of them are SWAT, but then some of them are like have like the SWAT uniform, but instead of helmets, they just have a red beret. Okay. Um, I guess they're the captains. No. And if you're a captain... Yeah. In a, in a mercenary organization, you're not allowed to have protective headgear. You get a red beret, so the enemy can tell who to shoot first. No, you they're know, all Kevlar. They're made the, strictly out of Kevlar. The, re, the, the berets are Kevlar? Yeah. You just get a tiny little piece of Kevlar to put on top of your head, and then you're good to go. 
if memory serves correctly, all the lieutenants look like Agent 47, because they were all bald. With a little beret on them. Um, yeah, you go through that. You get a chance to blow up a helicopter as well. Um, because I guess Drake paid off just every law enforcement agency. Is everyone going by just ignores the gunfight and the helicopter firing missiles into the into the skyscraper. Um, that was a pretty fun mission. Lots of like hidden hidden weapons and like items to find to like help you on your way. Yeah. And eventually you make your way to the bottom floor. Uh, well, mm-hmm. not, not technically. You can make yourself to the ground floor. The bottom floor would include the basement levels. The lobby. Yes, the lobby. Um, and even though you've mowed through all these people, and the assumption is you'll just like be able to leave or whatever, um, you are suddenly aided by a red vehicle. And who should be in that red vehicle? But your new replacement girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> I'm not kidding. now in this game. Well, to be fair, um, oh, fuck, I forget her name. She, you can tell she left an incredible impression on me. Um, <laughs> Female sidekick number two. Yeah, Zoe Nightshade, not a clone. Not a clone. Not a clone. Not a clone. <gasps> we Zoe forgot Nightshade, to, who was? We forgot to do a clone check at the beginning of the episode, by the way. Oh, I, who, we'll do it at he, the end. I guess I no, did let's say... No, let's see. Who here, who here is a clone? I'm not a clone. Not That's for sure. I guess I did state that I was like a robot at the beginning. Robots aren't clones. Are what? Are clones or are not clones? Aren't aren't clones? Okay. Can robots be clones of other robots? If you copy and paste their code, then yes. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Um, but for all intents and sakes, um, I'm not not a clone. Still a robot, but not a clone robot. Clobot. Yeah. Yeah, not one of those. Um, but yeah, you. Um, anyway, you get another uh, female sidekick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to replace Dominique after you know that um, wonderful shot of her screaming and falling seventy stories and crashing into an air conditioning unit. Perspective, yeah. perspective shot from her back. Oh, um, yes. you, it hasn't left my mind yet. Um, her long fingernails couldn't reach all the way to the top. Almost. <laughs> almost. Almost reached the edge. Yeah. If there were just seventy nine stories, yeah. Um, But then you get saved by Allura McCall, who is an sorry. I'll I'll try to say how she says it. It's me, Allura McCall, because she's Australian. Um, Okay. Australia is involved in this now. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, they were in Tokyo. I, I now have cleared that up. They were in Tokyo. So they were in Tokyo, and James Bond found a random-ass UK-themed parachute to jump off a building, as, as you do in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Anyway, um, she takes him to safety, and then after fighting his way through all those guys, Allura McCall, just, they just drive away, because apparently the one thing that Drake couldn't afford after paying off all the Japanese authorities was um, a car just you know, one armored vehicle to chase them down. Well, well he did you have, have to the... do all the rental paperwork, and you have to sign stuff. He yeah. probably didn't want to have to hassle, right? To be fair, he did have the Apache helicopter, but if you blow it up, you get it's optional to destroy it. But if you blow it up, you get like a cool little like bonus objective thing. And so I always did it. So that's why they couldn't chase me. And like, if you think the rentals were bad, then just imagine 
the rental insurance he had to pay there. If he got rental insurance on the Apache helicopter. <laughs> you know... Yeah, but that's Drake's problem ultimately too, so... Yeah. As, as you could just do in, in Tokyo is rent an Apache helicopter fully loaded. Well, you would... I don't know if he'd be fully loaded. Knowing rental places, you probably have to pay for the ammo extra. Yeah, absolutely. I imagine I imagine Drake took the helicopter, came back two days later, he's like, excuse me, the guns aren't loaded. And then some guy behind the desk is like, yeah, sir, you have to pay for that. That's extra. That's, yeah. Well, it, it's, it's the same uh, kind of rule as filling uh, the car with gas. Uh, like mm-hmm. if you're renting out an Apache helicopter, you have to make sure to refill the bullets before you take it back. Wow. Wow. You have to pay for the bullets, but you also can't take the bullets back empty. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, It's best to have a gunsmithing license before you uh, operate an Apache helicopter. Or at least know a guy, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want you want in on the friends and family plan, even though none of your friends or family are really involved in it. Even though none of your friends are family. Yeah. Are family? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't regret anything I just said. No. Um, Allura, she saves you, and she's like, "What's up, Mr. James Bond? You look pretty sad, and you're not listening to me exposit how Australia is super focused on Drake doing something near one of our islands." And Bond's like, "Well, see, this funny thing happened. My girlfriend got kicked off a seventy-story building and onto a perspective shot of a air conditioning unit." Um, Allura doesn't really That's respond. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the scene ends. J- J- James is just reeling over the traumatic experience he just had. <laughs> and um, Allura has to deal with it. He is a bit sad, but like Allura is, is like... She didn't even wait to start debriefing him on what, on who she is, why she's there, who she's working for, and why they're interested. Just like, okay, cool, you just fought your way through like 50 men. Here's the up and up. Why are you so down? Why aren't you listening, man? Come on, I thought you were professional. Yeah. Um, but you see, the next mission then takes us to uh, Drake's private island. Is that, That's its name, but it doesn't say anything else. Um, they, don't, okay. they don't go, um, hey, uh, this man brought an Apache helicopter into downtown Tokyo. I have evidence... That he is planning some sort of weird space mission, and also he's he uh, he kicked a French woman. He had his bodyguard kick a French woman off a seventy-story building into a From perspective, a perspective shot. shot. Yep, there it is. Yeah. Um, um, and and then he sent fifty armed guards after me. After he had sent uh, numerous other armed guards after me. You know that P, you know that um, decommissioned nuclear plant that he says he's he's fixing up so that. Children can play in the waters and grandparents can fish. Um, that's filled with snipers. If you go there right now, it is filled with snipers. Just tell any, tell the UN, tell any local g- government's country. Yes. This man is doing so many legal activities. Nah, they're like, okay, cool. Next step, Drake's private island. Because it wouldn't be fair, I guess, to tell Interpol about all this. No, we got to keep that intel to ourselves. <laughs> Uh, I think so. Intel? More like don't tell, am I right? If I don't finish this mission on uh, if I don't finish this mission on my own, I won't get that free toaster for a good job done. I think so too. Oh my gosh, so thirsty. 
Okay, um, so their next step of the plan is to go to Jake's private island. But they can't just land a ship there. Oh, no, no. They have to approach it quietly. So they take that Aston Martin V12 Vanquish, which was pretty fun to drive. Yeah. And oh. you know what they do? Is this going where I think it's going? Oh, it they drive be. it. They drive it into the water. Yes. Um, and oh, it yeah. sinks and James Bond runs. <laughs> <laughs> Gay men. Credits. Um, no. The, um, the wheels pop out and, tur- and start spinning fans. The, uh, the trunk pops off. And there's like a little jet thing behind. Like, not like a fire jet, but like, you know, just like a jet kind of shape. Um, right. And fins pop out on the sides because you gotta have fins. Um, and boom. You gotta have those aqua dynamics. Boom. You got submersible. I'll see if I can find a picture of this real quick. So does he have to replace the trunk hood every time that he does oh, that? Because that just seems like oh, a Oh, they waste. only do this once. They only do this once. It's one of those one and done oh, Aston good. Martins, you know. Okay, so I was, I was, um, yeah, I was a bit off. It's disposable. I was a bit off on the design of this, um, but yeah, that's how it looks. Oh man, hot dog. <laughs> um, this mission is ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I full on hated this mission, and I still like. I'm getting mad thinking about it. It is so hard. It is like there are. No checkpoints. Yeah. At all. There are no checkpoints. Oh. It takes twenty to thirty minutes to get through it. Oh. Um there are various sections. Um the first the first bit's kind of okay. You're mostly just wandering around trying to get through some underwater turbines that are powering something or being underwater turbines for some reason. Oh yeah, there's also uh, there is one cool thing at the beginning of the mission. Um, there's a giant tanker, and uh, you know what's on the side of that tanker that's been sunken underwater? Missiles. Malprave. It's a nod to the previous game. Okay. Ah. It's Malprave. Okay. Malprave Industries. Right. It's got yeah. their logo and everything. Um, it's it's sunk. I don't know who sunk it. I don't know what connection it has. I don't remember Malprave being really like an industrial business that would afford its own tanker line. Yeah. But they had it, and one of their ships sank, and it's there, sunken near Drake's private island, you know, near Australia. Um, the Australian military, could they get involved in this? No. No, I can't do that. Can't do that. Uh, anyways, uh, first section, go through some turbines, which if you mess up, they will just knock off all your health. So- and you'd think... But, oh, um, just to get, like, a little bit of clarity. So, like, this is, like, a quote-unquote, like, driving mission you're doing? It's, yes, driving underwater. Okay, like, flying but, underwater almost. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, flight, it's flight controls. It oh is, like, pull, pull, up, pull up to go, yeah, pull up to go down and that kind of shit. Um, inverted. I think it, Yay. I'm, I'm not quite sure if the X-axis was also inverted, but I wouldn't be surprised if oh that was also the case. Oh, God. That would that be would, awful. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you go through that. You go through fucking turbines and shit. Um, there's these weird... I, I can't even... I'm struggling to describe what exactly they look like. The enemies in this level are like... The... like. You, do you remember the, like the submersibles from Spy Kids? 
Uh, Sorry, Spy Kids to the Island of Lost Dreams. <laughs> I, I never like, saw Spy Kids. Sorry. I haven't seen it in years, so I can't remember, yeah. unfortunately. Like, they're, um, they're like sort of manta rays. They're very, very <laughs> yellow and big. Okay. They look like that, and they're pretty easy to take out, but if they hit you, you lose a lot of health. Um, yeah. And after that, after that fun section, you then have to go through what amounts to five minutes of slowly driving through a minefield with inverted controls and um see it's bad enough if you hit one of the minefield like hit one of the mines yeah because that pretty much wrecks your entire car but if you hit the wrong mine it causes a cave-in and it's automatic mission failure oh yikes um then you have that's just like the worst thing to do um on an already slow mission, yeah, to make you slowly drive through it with no and then checkpoints. automatic, no checkpoints. Um, then there's okay, there is one kind of cool bit I'll admit, which is like there's like laser fields in front of these giant doors you have to go through. Like it's, it's like, <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain, and I don't understand why any of this industrial shit is there. Um, but regardless, there's like um. There's, like, basically a laser field over giant metal doors, and to get through it, you have to, like, send through, like, a mini, like, guided missile to a control panel on either side. That's neat. Um, but after you go through two whole sections, it's not one section of mines, there's two separate sections of mines. Yeah. Um, it's nerve-wracking because you have, like, a radar, sorry, sonar sensor that goes beep, 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 the closer you get. Oh, no. Yeah. Um Yeah, you go through all that and then you know what you know what this needs now, guys? <laughs> I'm scared to ask. A chase sequence. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to go back uh, through all of it? No, no, no. You have to like one of the submarine guys spots you and instead of just blowing him up and the game doesn't let you like it doesn't let you lock onto it long enough. Oh, you have to chase it through all this shit while it's causing cave-ins and it's firing missiles at you go through all that and if yeah, you're too slow. slow a metallic door will bar will bar you from reaching it not like there's another slower way around like that's it if you don't stay close to it enough it bars it from you you sit there for like 10 seconds and then m's like you fucking idiot <laughs> and then the mission <laughs> and then yeah. the mission ends and you have to start all over again Oh my god. Then after that, it's a little bit of smooth sailing. And you basically just face down a bunch of the submarines real quick and take out that one guy. Um, then, Then what you find out is that Drake has a whole bunch of submarines just hidden away underwater. Because that's where you store submarines in a place that no one can access them. Um... Yeah, you, you they've they're all they're all stuck there. So what you do is you plant some mines on them and you think, "Okay, cool. We're near the end of this mission." You know what you have to do then? Um, what? What? One of the one of the submarines is loose and it can one-hit you. <laughs> oh my god. And it locks on and you have to cheese it from a very specific angle. You need two to three hits on it where everything else has been one hit with your torpedoes, but you need to, like, cheese a position where it's just firing torpedoes after you one after another and to find the tiny sliver of time, just peek out, fire one, 
head back, and then when that's finally done, you leave the car. <laughs> oh my. Okay, so to like recap, you start off with your car with we're, what we're assuming fully inverted controls. So first yuck. You're then going underwater and you're fighting these yellow, like colored manta ray things. Scubadoos. Yeah. Next, you're navigating through a minefield. Yeah. And then you there are also turbines the... in there somewhere, weren't there? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah turbines. Turbines is the first turbines. challenge. Right. Yeah. Turbines. Then dudes. Then the minefield. Then the chase sequence. And <laughs> the chase sequence. And then yeah. a boss fight with a giant uh, submarine. Yeah. Right. Yeah, with the one hit kill capabilities. Yeah. Fantastic. And no so, checkpoints. Oh my. No checkpoints. God. But they do give you. <laughs> they do give you a slab of armor. Oh. Um, at near the end, before the submarine boss fight, how, which doesn't help. How gracious! Yeah, um, <laughs> it does. It doesn't help really. Um, but then, luckily, after that, you um, after that mission's over, you land on the good old soil of Drake's private island, and yes. um, for whatever reason, they don't take the Aston Martin with them. I guess because it's like it's rough terrain. So, um, oh, it was you know, a single use, right? Like yeah, you were saying. Yeah. Like, you can... the, the tires come back. The tires come back. I don't know where oh. they're storing the tires in, <laughs> but the tires come back. But, yeah, no, you just land on there, and um, you just land on the island. Oh, you know, what it, out. You know what it is? Like, what? that Aston what? Martin, it, it, it's not like an all-terrain vehicle. It's only like a some-terrain vehicle, uh, including right. just regular roads and, like... STV. Yeah. Regular roads, water, water, but like that's it. Once you're and on, then like, and then and then you question the salesman. Water? Do you mean like you know rainy weather? I mean, like, no, no, I mean water. Water, like you want to go down to the beach and you know find all of like the uh, loose change of all the beachgoers underwater. Do, do it with the convenience of FM radio playing and heated seats. Sir, have you ever wanted to go to a big aquarium, like a real big aquarium? Like the Earth's aquarium, if you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but funny you bring up ATV, because then this is your next vehicle. <laughs> it's, okay. it's pretty sweet, actually. It's, okay, it's okay. got the best handling in the game. Like, that's actually surprising for a PS2 game, okay, that the cars actually handle differently. So the turret yeah. on the top? Um, it's got two firing modes. It's got a machine gun and like a mini rocket launcher. Yeah. And like it's it's like it like makes a funny dinky noise and you change weapons and it goes like down and a new gun pops up. Nice. Oh, nice. Um, the cutscene for it for it is very funny because you literally pop out of the ocean, climb out of the car, send the car back into the water for safekeeping, I guess. Um, then you run up the beach to a shack where the guards are, and you literally just steal their car, and the guards pop out and fire guns at you, but you've stolen their car. <laughs> you don't have to kill them, like, just more so embarrass them. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, we still had ten more payments left on that. Yeah. I know, I've died uh, of embarrassment before. Are you saying that you're not the real Scott? Because then that no, would I'm, mean that you're a copy of some sort if you've died before. S- Scott bought. Oh, okay. Yeah. Previous iter- iterations of Scottbot have died before of embarrassment. 
if you're a new iteration of something, would you not be a clone? No, because my code has been modified for... Um... Okay, so it wasn't just yeah. a copy-paste. It was a copy-paste, then backspace, then just refill that same letter. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get yourself a fun little ATV. Well, sorry, not, not ATV. That's a different... Um, yeah. Um, you get yourself a fun truck, and this is actually a pretty fun mission. Um, the map was not designed very well, especially because there's a lot of driving back and forth, and you'll very often find yourself going down the same ro road you just oh. drove up okay yeah that's pretty lame but the but the game but this free pretty fun mission guns pretty fun you feel pretty overpowered it's a nice break from the the horror of the last mission <laughs> mm -hmm. um basically you're just going around doing some sort of business with like messing either messing with their communications or getting their communications mm. i don't know um but yeah, once that's done, you mosey on over to um, to the airfield where Ooh. you blow up some... Where you have another boss fight with some sort of super weird automatic cannon that looks like a giant like machine arm. Like, the game has taken a bit of a turn at this point, you'll see. Um, no longer is it just helicopters or trained soldiers now it's like weird futuristic automatic cannons um are they are they part of like mobile walking platforms at all no it's not it's not it's neither a mobile suit gundam nor nor a machine worse oh, than metal gear uh -huh. sorry a weapon to surpass metal gear it's yeah. not it's not a weapon to surpass metal gear uh, okay um it's just a regular, it basically regular old it basically cannon. It basically looks like a construction arm that someone put like a gun on the end of. <laughs> it's even it's even painted yellow for safety. Okay. <laughs> you know, so that people can clearly invisibly see this like cannon of death. Well, yeah. Do not do not approach the cannon of death while it is active. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you blow that up and you get yourself into what is gonna be a real fun phrase or sentence i guess a um fully armed and operational glider oh my god okay by fully armed i mean that it has like flak cannons and <laughs> uh missile turrets but it's still a glider it's still a glider um i don't know i don't know the, about you the, guys this... but that sounds fully aerodynamic to me yeah like this mission's a really weird one where it's it's another on the rail shooter where Alora is busy going around and flying the plane and you're blowing stuff up like towers and boats and all those you're basically just causing a whole lot of shit for Drake. Yeah. Um really could have just called in like, hey, UN, there's an unregistered army here with <laughs> tanks and boats. Yeah. Would you like to get involved? No, okay. okay bye. Fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah. See this is why um, Bond doesn't want to uh, give intel over because he just no one is going to help him. Yeah, he's just he's not up for like all the talking. Yeah, all the he's like oh, it's fine. I'll right. do it. It's fine. I'll do it. I'll take care of it. Um, then after that, uh, oh yeah, you you get yourself into one of like your plane gets shot down by another machine of death. 
Okay. You shot down. Of course. Another, then you another run construction over. gun. Yeah. Then you run over, and Alora just hacks it. Don't know how. She, she goes into the base of it. You take over the cannon, and you blow up more tanks and planes and things, except this time instead of being on the rails, you're centered. I don't know. It's a pretty wacky mission. Parts of it are kind of bullshit difficulty. Yeah. But overall, it's pretty fun. It doesn't feel like James Bond game. Um, <laughs> no, this... it feels more like it feels more like you hopped into a random Japanese arcade shooter. <laughs> um, and then once that's done, can you guys guess what it's time for? What? Um, if you've got the time, we've got the beer. Miller beer. It's something we experienced last game as well. <gasps> Clone time? A secret base? Uh, uh, we're on a secret base, so you know what that means, Nick? Uh, do we have... Oh, do we have to go lower? Yes, yeah. we're going to the secret base within the secret base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you remember how last time uh, James Bond found the secret underwater underneath the Earth's molten core base by going through and blowing up a clone and shooting down a chandelier and all those kinds of things and like going through a track and then finding a um finding a, a secret tunnel into the secreter base secret okay do you know how he does it this time how they find a computer room a computer okay. shack more so and then James puts his face next to a vent and says this is sucking air in and then climbs through a vent, and that's how he finds the more secret base. <laughs> Just a regular vent. Yeah. For a computer room. That's how he finds it. Where the regular entrance was? Don't know. <laughs> well, it's only accessible via air vents. Um, yeah. That's but, what but makes like, it so secret. Yeah. And, and, um, and deters so many people, because yes, you do have to go through the entire vet maze system to get in but once you're in there then you can do like all the secret evil activities you want but yeah imagine i imagine it takes like this is like just a huge commute if this is the case because you got to go through the entire island you got to go through from your beach shack yeah to the entire island um go and take a fully armed glider um down down to i i hope there's another airport go to the computer shack crawl for what must be at least an hour through yeah. the vent, and then realize, I forgot my key card in the shack. <laughs> you have to go all the way back. Because you know, you know if yeah. you go down to reception and be like, hey, can I get another key card? They're going to give you that look of, oh my gosh, this dumbass. Yeah. And you just, you can't go through it. You're just like, I'm going to lose the, the remaining five hours of my shift to go back and get it. But I just don't want to do the steps. I just yeah. don't want to do well, and It's like, fine, guys. You, get, you get that write-up as well for, like, losing company property and all that. And for, like, wasting management's time. You know? So, like, that, that that's where, like, they make sure they want to hire, like, people who are really committed and can actually remember their shit. Um, so you go through the vent. And I... I don't know. This mission is, like, fine, I guess. They they seem to hint that you can stealth things, but it's not. It's not really that. It's PS two 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 thousand zero stealth, where one person knows you're there and the entire base knows, which I guess is fair for a military operation, but not really fun. Um, no. You go through all that stuff. 
you do get some neat weapons in this one in this level with um you get you get a crossbow that has a zoom function and if you fire arrows into someone's head even from across the room you can hear the <laughs> of when it hits lovely it's like this like it's like the sound of a skull caving in towards all the fleshy bits great yikes <laughs> um that's great you get that you get trip mines which like look like mm -hmm. really big shake weights with like lasers coming from them okay um you get a gun that looks cool but feels weird it's like a um it's like a machine gun with a grenade launcher a secondary function okay but like when you look through the zoom it zooms in way too much as if you're using a sniper rifle oh. so you fire and the recoil sends your sights to the ceiling um <laughs> fantastic useful there's a there's a bunch of really weird looking guards in this level i remember who look like um like 19 1901 german generals because they've got like like round hats okay. and they've got like almost monocles on and like a <laughs> triangle goatee there's a bunch of them it's not like one one commander or something yeah. it's like if they had like the spike on their hat yeah like, there would be no denying it that then um, it would be james versus the kaisers then no, there's a yeah. mission um we're not at that point yet. uh <laughs> no um no, this mission is, like, fine, I guess. Like, the weapons are the most fun bit, but it, it, it suffers from being a level way too big for its own need. Okay. Like, you get lost so easily, and all the all the hallways and all the doors look the same. Um, but you do oh. you do find... Um, what's his name? The, the, the... I'll find him, I'll find him. You do find Rook, Armitage Rook, the Ooh. toilet man. Yes. Uh, good. Armitage, Ar Armitage is a um is a toilet brand for people who don't get my toilet joke. Um, this is this is his face after surviving a helicopter crash. Oh, that's it. Boy. That's the only that's would, the only part that got sore. I would say that's pretty good. He for got surviving off. a I helicopter like, crash. Easily. Yeah. I like to think that he says it's from the helicopter crash, but really just like he was fine from the helicopter crash, but the next day. He was busy with the George Foreman grill, getting some, like, burgers going and all that stuff. No, no, you know what that and was? Then, that was him ironing his shirts. Yeah, while they were, like, on his face? <laughs> no, no, he just trips. Either with either with the iron either with the iron or the George Foreman grill, he thought he heard something, turns around, trips on the wire, punk, on the face. Yeah. yeah. Loses sight in his eye. But, but, and just, then, like, but he just, just the one And then he just the tells face. everyone... But because it was just the next day, he gets to tell everyone, yeah, no, it's a helicopter crash. Yeah. It's a helicopter crash. And then someone leans in like, is is that GF on your face? And then that guy dies, and no one looks, no one questions the George Foreman logo on his scar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He shows up. Um, he, and you see the, the, you know what he's doing in this special base? What? He was training astronauts. <gasps> what? What? Yeah. Okay. In this secret underwater base. No, no, just underground. We're not underwater right now. Oh, underground. underground. Yeah. Okay. Underwater, yeah. underwater, underground was last game. Was was last time. Okay. Right now, we're um we're just in secret base underground. Yeah. 
Secret um, base number two underground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then you take... He, he shows up, and he's mad because you blinded his left eye and left facial scarring. Um... Like, it was mostly his fault. He was firing rockets at you. But he's 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 mad about that. Um, so you kill him, and you take his laser gun. Oh, okay. Um, maybe maybe that's how he got the scar. Look at these scars. <laughs> he, he was playing around with the laser gun. Yeah. Rook, Rook, no, don't don't put your face so close to that. Like, I'm in charge you... of astronaut training. <laughs> I know what I'm... Ah! Um, yeah, he, he shows up and you you got to play with the, um, you got to play with the prototype laser gun in the last mission. Um, now it's a laser rifle and it has two modes. It can do simple firing beams or you can charge it up for one big shot. And this gun is like both cool and disappointing at the same time because it has really cool sound effects. It's probably my favorite laser gun ever. But it takes forever to charge. Okay. And even though the charge is real cool, it's the only way to do actual damage with it. Because yeah. otherwise, it's not very useful. Well, that's shitty. Um, but yeah, you beat him. And you know what it's time for now, guys? Oh, God. What now? Uh, We're going deeper. <laughs> even deeper than before. Lower. Lower. A lot lower. Too low. Lower. Before you were, before you were simply in tunnels, but now you're in just everything is rock. There's no like even like metallic walls anymore. Like you're just surrounded by like you're in a, like a continuous mine shaft. Yeah. And you can fall through these random center holes. Okay. Good. Um, and you just die. Uh, but luckily this mission isn't nearly as long, okay. or as boring, or as uh, tedious as the um as the underwater one. No. So it's okay. I don't know. There's not a lot to describe in this mission. It's like, this one's pretty hard. After you take out Rook, is a whole bunch of guys. Um, they spam flashbang grenades at you. Oh, fantastic! Um, but yeah, you take them out. Um, and then, and then now you do know what it's time for. After you fought your way through the island, secret base number one, deeper secret base number two, and the astronaut trainer Rook, who burned his face with either George Foreman grill. Iron or a laser gun. You know what it's time for? Is it space time? Almost. Okay. It's time to have a fight on the spaceship level. Um, yeah. Basically, you walk in and you're like, hmm, I could just sneak onto that rocket where, like, a platform is leading directly to. And, you know, you push the button, you open the door, go onto the catwalk. And then, you know, who shows up behind you? Uh, is it Kiko? It's it is, and she hits the lever that makes the platform go down, like it makes the catwalk go down, and then you fall the entire length of a rocket, and you're fine. Well, um, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> you're fine. There wasn't a perspective shot from the floor of you falling. So oh, you're I guess. Yeah. Well, there's no air conditioners down there, so I don't know where they yeah. would put the camera. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's where that's where James Bond. He falls down. There's like, phew, good thing there's no air conditioning down here, or I would have been in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you land there. Um, and then, as rockets are taking off, you gotta get yourself to a to a safety place. As you know, you as you know, you have just like these little bunkers 
right. beneath rocket rocket engines. In case you ever find um, yourself beneath a rocket right before it's about to launch. Yeah, and you have to do this three times, and every time this happens, they're sending waves of enemies at you. And oh, yeah. but overall, they're mostly easy. But one of them is the ninja, and like <sighs> the ninjas show up a lot of time. I don't know why the ninjas are there. They kind of just show up in waves. They're astronaut and ninjas. You, <laughs> they're, no, they're not astronauts. They, they yeah. don't have suits. Nobody has suits yet. Uh, um, they all show up as rockets are taking off. Um, they don't seem to mind the fact that they're all going to get burned to ash because the doors close, the light goes off, and then, Ooh. you know, there's no one there when, when the door opens again. <laughs> well, I mean, for all we know, they could be clones, so they could be... Uh, so it's fine is that what you're saying yeah exactly yeah if, if, if they don't if disclose that they aren't clones then uh not a clone not a clone not a clone, not a clone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't kill me i'm not a clone yeah. oh, okay you get off this all, time but all these all these samey auto von bismarck looking motherfuckers being like not a clone not a clone, not a clone. <laughs> for the kaiser not a clone <laughs> <laughs> Um, they all come in in waves, and there's three different bunkers around, and I believe that the game wants you to move around because each bunker has, like, ammo and armor for you. Okay. But, see, the thing is, because they can't have any any enemies survive till the next wave, they, um, they can't actually enter the bunker, so you can just, like, step to the side of the door mm -hmm. and not get hit and just stay in the same place and just wait like 30 seconds for three rockets to take off and boom it's over oh nice um, or you or you can shoot them if you want you know you move around make things more exciting either way kiko's there in an elevator shaft that by the way is in the center of all three rockets and is made of glass but it's fine she's fine <laughs> yeah. every time this goes off she doesn't even have metallic doors to hide her from the light of the flash or the heat it's fine um anyway that happens and after all of her guys are dead do you know what? Do you know what? Do you want to know what voice line they give her to show how upset she is? Ooh, ooh. Um, Nick, let's let's both have a guess here. Um, oh God. Um. Uh, I'll get you next time, Batman. No. I'm astronaut impressed with the outcome of this situation. No. A good one, but no. Yeah. What is it? Any other takers? Nope. Ugh. That's it. That... <laughs> she goes she goes Ugh, and then the elevator goes <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just a very disgruntled sigh wow um you run in that's how much those uh soldiers meant to her and ninjas yeah <laughs> and ninjas that's why all those yeah. soldiers and ninjas yeah. the ninjas are separate from our paramilitary group they, they got their own thing going on yeah they were uh subcontracted just imagine that in a war film. The lives of all those soldiers and ninjas. It's like a little asterisk. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. Picture, picture 1917 where all the soldiers are sitting in the wood listening to the uh, one uh, uh, oh, like the, officer yeah, the singing. And then yeah. we just pan over to another group of ninjas with another singer. <laughs> yeah. They're not allowed. Yeah. They're not allowed to sit with the main soldiers. Yeah. And the main soldiers aren't allowed to sit with them. We got, we got two groups here. We'll keep them that way. Yeah. Soldiers and ninjas. Yeah. Segregation couldn't change that. Oof. Um, I don't know. She goes, she goes up the elevator. 
Um, and then her plan, you see, because with Bond, like Bond had used his grappling hook to hook onto the base of a flat disc that was the elevator's stand. Like there's no hook on underneath it, but whatever. He's there. He uses lasers to cut through the bottom, and then Kiko's like, "I'm gonna walk across the catwalk to the rocket." And you know how she tries to convince Bond not to press the button to like make her fall? How? She just says no. She turns back and gives him a sultry look, like, "Haha, you think with your peepee, you wouldn't, you wouldn't kill a girl." Um, and then you walk over, push the button, and the catwalk wobbles, and she turns back, like, surprised Pikachu face, like, "No way!" I can't believe <laughs> you've done this. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, then she falls the length of a of a spacefaring rocket, yeah. and she's fine. She, I, I think she gets up with like a bit of a groan, like you know, like throw out your back at work. Yeah, she's like, ah, oh, jeez, ah, oh. yeah. But like she's fine, and uh, rockets going like take off in five, four, and then she runs to towards one of the bunkers, but unfortunately the door closes before she gets in. Ooh. And then there's a perspective shot of the fire. So we know she's oh. dead. Yeah. There's this perspective shot of the fire as she screams oh and God. is consumed. So yeah, there's been two cutscene deaths and both of them have been women screaming in, screaming in agony with one, perspective uh, shots of the of the thing that's killing them. What what one of the deaths was pretty chill while the other one was fairly hot. Yep. I was uh, I was going to do that, Scott, and I'm glad you uh, executed that very well. You so, yeah. you sound so pedally angry. <laughs> I was going to uh, do that, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, you find yourself a spare astronaut suit as you do. You seem to be the okay. only passenger yeah. on this rocket, which explains why there's so many rockets going off in this one base. It's one rocket per person. Um. That's when Allura calls you in. And she, she's been on the computer trying to get into Drake's system. Like, you know, the fucking Dell 1998 just connected to everything. Um, <laughs> Allura's been going there. And she's just like, James, James, I'm losing your signal. And then, sorry, I'll try it with a better Australian accent. James. No, that's fucking just British. <laughs> James, James, <laughs> I'm losing your signal. <laughs> there they go. That's her. That's her. Um, then she, she runs out onto the island. I don't know why she ran out onto the island, but then she gets a view of the rocket taking off from the water. And then James is just like sitting there. Like they got like a shot of him, like gripping into the chair, shaking about. And you know what he tells her? What does he say? Get, um, I think. Can I hazard a quick guess here? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, darling. Just make sure to have those cool wrench Doritos ready when I get back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, he says as he's taking off, I think I'm rising to the occasion. Oh. <laughs> uh, wow. Classic. Um, and you know where this rocket takes him? To the moon! No, to Drake's secret missile platform that has nuclear missiles on it. But, like, in, still in space, in though, space? right? <laughs> in space. Okay. okay. In space. Okay. Um, we didn't give the right inflection for that. In space! In space! There we go. That's Hi there, Grover. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you, Mr. Bond. <laughs> 
I don't know if that's even Grover. I don't know. Wh- I don't know whose voice that is. That's Drake, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no, Drake. Drake feels more like a Kermit. It's good to see you, Mister Bond. <laughs> I see you've made your way through my defenses, but are you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> and just him, like flailing his yeah. fla- 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 flailing Kermit arms. Um. I underestimated you last time. But we'll see how you fare against my space dogs. <laughs> are there actually Isn't that space, space dogs? dogs? Oh. There, there aren't, no. Oh. Um, Why would you tease something like that? Yeah. Um, no, you, le- you, you, you arrive on the good old space station with nuclear armaments. And this is where Drake reveals his plan. It's, it's the Moonraker plot. Just like the Moonraker goes in the sun. It's, it's the Moonraker plot. Okay. Uh, kill everyone on Earth. Kill everyone on Earth. Uh, keep everyone you like alive on space, and then hundred years later, send people down. Has to be hundred years later because Moonraker had just a laser. Yeah. He has nuclear weapons, so you gotta wait for the for that shit to calm down. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he gives a big speech about that. You know that you know who Drake is because while everyone else has a white astronaut astronaut suit, he has a black one with red lines. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the only gun you get for this mission, though, is the um, is the laser gun. Okay. It's it is kind of haunting in this level because so you never go inside the actual space station. You basically hang out on the platform itself. Okay. Um. And Drake's there, and he sends out a bunch of goons after you through airlocks, and it's pretty haunting because they they all die in pretty much one shot, but when they die, they like lose the grip on their weapon and they just start floating off into the distance listlessly. <laughs> so so there's a, but like this mission goes on for a good ten or so minutes, so eventually the entire area is just filled with broken glass, broken solar solar panels. And just dead bodies. Wow. Just, like, floating around. <laughs> um, this one's a pretty simple mission. Just, like, Drake's give you a talk about, like, I'm a, I'm a good man. Killing humanity good. Restart with my favorite people. Um, not my bodyguard. Not my best friend, Armitage. They're dead. Not, um, not Kiko. Yeah, no, K- Kiko dead. She died to a perspective shot. Girlfriend's dead. But I got me and some of my best friends, and they're gonna kill you. Um, yeah, you just, like, so, like, to explain how this is all set out, so there's a big-ass solar panel in the middle of it all, and then on either side of the solar panels is just, like, rocket platforms or missile platforms, okay. and each of them have, like, locks that, when they turn green, you can, like, shoot out and blow up, and then, like, the rock, the missiles will misfire, okay. um, and... See, the missile launch has to happen now. Like the, the locks will only disengage when the missiles are fired. Drake can't wait to um, <laughs> kill you first and then fire them. No, it's like, no, send all the guys and all the missiles same time. This will definitely work out. Yeah. It doesn't. Um, he, uh... <laughs> he, he, like, doesn't. You, you have, like, a... You have like a limited amount of time to fire the rockets. Like he start, it starts, it starts in waves. Like he'll fire one at a time, and then two, and the final one is like he'll fire three at a time. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, which gives the assumption that if he really, really wanted to dominate the world, he'd just fire all 12 at once. Yeah. yeah. He'd be like, oh, well, I'm fucked. I can't, I can't hit them all. Also, it's mission failed if even one gets out, which, like, I guess is fair, but, like, can we, like... Can we see where it lands and, like, really, like, guesstimate whether... Like, Ju- whether judge we from there. Yeah. yeah. Like, do we really need PG? Come on. Oh, no. <laughs> see, I didn't want to... I didn't want to name any locations because I, I'm already skirting the line with that segregation yeah. joke, so I'm like, I mean... <laughs> um... Yeah. But basically, you kill all these guys, blow up all his missiles, and oh, some of the missiles ricoch- ricochet back into the space station. I'll be fair, the space station actually looks pretty neat from an outside perspective. Like, they do put a bunch of um, invisible walls so you can't see much, but it looks like an actually a pretty big level mm-hmm. that's pretty well made. Um, I don't know how you can't just spot it from the Earth because it is like a complex-sized space station. I guess, like, he lied... And said, no, no, these are peaceful missile platforms I'm sending into space. Don't know how NASA or any other agency never, um, never, like, noticed rockets being sent up with people and missile supplies, but, you know. (laughs) But it's there, and it's secret, and you blow it up, and one explosion blows up Drake's section that was, like, facing a missile platform. He comes out, he's got a rocket launcher. And he's like, grr, foiled my plans. Fires rockets at you. Then you fire a bunch of lasers at him. And that, and when he dies, he goes spinning off into space. Now that's it. He doesn't, like, explode. He doesn't, well, I think, like, that's lost its impact after the 2030 guys before him. Yeah. I think it'd be weird if James was like, man, isn't that haunting? Just a man floating in space forever and yeah. ever. And around him are... 50 astronaut bodies. <laughs> anyway, you um, you find yourself a nice escape pod. You go back to Earth. Uh, you land near the island where you left your Aston Martin. And then... <laughs> and then the now, final cutscene... Why would he choose to go back there? He has, like, the Because whole... that's where Allura was. And, like, she couldn't figure out how to get back, like, on her own or, like, call in for, like, Maybe... a rescue? Maybe, maybe the Aston Martin is automatic, and she can only drive stick. Okay. Wait. <laughs> what? That makes no sense. <laughs> well, because I'm pretty sure she was driving stick already when she saved you, so I couldn't, like, I couldn't, I couldn't make the joke the other way around. But, but, like, but, but. Just embrace but. it, Scott. <laughs> okay. Aussies can't drive automatic. <laughs> They need to be able this to one, operate yeah. that clutch. Otherwise, what the hell are they going to do with that left foot of theirs? Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, now, you land back there. You, you go back to the island, and it recreates the shot to, to just hammer home like how, how Dominique has been replaced, cloned, if you will, um, <gasps> by, by Allura. Um, they recreate the shot of Allura and James in the car, uh, having champagne, as in the background, Drake's uh, platform, in place of fireworks, various sections are careening back down towards the earth and burning up in the atmosphere. Yeah. Remember, this is like, this is a complex-sized uh, space station. Right. So not like a little satellite that will yeah. just entirely burn up. People will die from this. <laughs> yeah, no, They're because like, champagne. if it's not safely going to re-enter the atmosphere and burn up the right way, I mean... 
we're gonna be we're gonna be causing a little bit of some mini extinction levels here. Well, and remember, so, and remember with, some of like, those missiles, like material yeah. on them too. Yeah, because because yeah. some of those missiles didn't just careen off towards the moon or d or deep space or something. Some of those went back and hit the uh, space station, so that's radioactive. Yeah. yeah. James is probably radioactive because he took an escape pod from there um, and just unzipped the suits. Like, okay, cool, let's get down to business. You know, they take the champagne, and in lieu of fireworks, you got space station crumbling against the Earth's atmosphere, and then they drive back into the ocean to have champagne, and I assume sex, because the best <gasps> kind of sex is not just backseat of car sex. It's backseat back of, of ocean car, car sex. Yeah. Underwater. I mean, it makes things extra wet. I hope not. That means you've sprung a leak in an underwater vehicle. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then there's credits, and there's a pretty cool ending poster that the credits roll over, and then it says, James Bond will return again. And then the next game is Everything or Nothing. That's, right. that's for another time. I'm wow. not going to start Everything or Nothing. <laughs> Very nice. Wow. Everything or Nothing. Everything or Nothing. We should go through it simply for one thing, and I'll I'll just tease you this: there is a giant statue of Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, that's a selling yes. point alone. <laughs> yeah, you and I are not so different, James Bond. <laughs> You're the same thing again and again and again and again until we're both dead. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Wow. <laughs> Okay, so that brings us to the end of Nightfire then, finally? Yep. Yeah, that's, that's the end of Nightfire. I didn't play a lot of the multiplayer. It was kind of ass. Yeah. <laughs> and what a great note to end on. Yeah. You know, the multiplayer maps were like... They had they suffered from the same problem that any of like the worst levels of this game had. Which is like a pretty good game, but the rest of it was, it was too big. They were like... Okay. They, they gave it too much space. Like, just like, it's four-player... And it's, like, half the size oh. of a battlefield map. Jeez. Yeah, that's too much. That was part two. And, uh... That, that was. So, in which we definitely hope that, like, you guys have tuned in and, you know, taken this great James Bond Nightfire journey with us. Yeah, what with a journey Michael it was. At, as our guide, yeah. It you started know, with filling our pockets full of crab cakes and Cool Ranch Doritos and ended and with... And our shoes. Uh, and our shoes. Yeah. And our shoes. And yep. shoes. Don't forget our yep. shoes. And then it yeah. ended with the um, underwater hellscape of a level and uh, traumatic experiences of female side characters dying in horrific ways on both ends of the heat spectrum. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm uh, trying my best. I'm trying my best to get anyone else died. No, there was one person who died in, in cutscene okay. who, uh, who was Mayhew. He died in cutscene. Okay. But there wasn't a perspective. There wasn't a perspective shot from the sword. So then it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah it's not. It's not as fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, fun is. I don't know if that's the <laughs> best word to use. They were. The girls were screaming in delight. Yeah. <laughs> it was a real fun death. Yeah. Um. Same as last time. I guess I'll. I'll. I have to ask you guys. What was your favorite bit of this episode? Um. Mine. Mine would probably be, Kiko surviving all that she did and seeing men and ninjas slaughtered before her yeah and then simply going oh as she then oh. gets careened upwards yeah. on an elevator um I, th I think mine was going through the um 
the uh, or uh, us transitioning from the um, sometimes train vehicle to the all train vehicle, and uh, really actually giving the player control of um, how they can actually operate in a level again. Right. Oh, I meant more so like a funny bit, more oh. so than the actual good part oh, of the game. Oh, okay. My my uh, favorite bit probably, and I mean it just brings it back to uh, the clone thing, right? Of the <laughs> endless waves of enemies coming in. Not a clone. Not a yeah. clone. Not a clone. Yeah. What's <laughs> 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 the Kaiser? Yeah. <laughs> I I would have assumed that Scott's favorite favorite bit was his attempt to squeeze in a weapon to surpass Metal Gear. That 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 was good. Um, I would have to say my favorite bit though was um, on uh, no, it was it was my uh, hot and cold. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. De- de- yeah. Death joke. Yeah. I'll I'll go ahead and make an AMV for you with hot and cold. It will be very short. I'll only be able to like I'll only have enough time to really do the one joke about the hot death yeah. and the cold death. Yeah. And that's it. But I'll I'll make that for you, Scott. Oh, thank you. You're hot and you're cold. And that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's, Just like the last second of each pr- perspective shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, more more of like a, a gif with sound. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. I think that's gonna do it for us today on the Out of Focus podcast. Um, thank you for continuously tuning in and listening to all of our sh- shenanigans. Um, next time. Are we gonna kind of mix things up a little bit, guys? Possibly. Step outside uh, of the realm of games and movies, perchance. Ooh, I like where this is going. Yeah, I mean, I don't have like anything on top of mind, but you know, we keep on promising some other stuff. So maybe we should do some of that other stuff. Yeah, we could uh, definitely try and delve into that. Uh, we're looking into getting some uh, guests on as well. Yes. Uh, for the future, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, um, William Shatner. Yep. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> uh, didn't one of us get blocked by Robert Downey Jr.? Wasn't that a bit? Or blocked no? I think by Tom. I thought it was Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my old catchphrase. I don't think Disney cares if I make fun of Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, stay tuned for uh, upcoming episodes. Uh, you can find us, as always, on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Google Play, yeah, uh, all the other podcast services. Yeah, if you do use some of the other podcast services, let us know, either like on our Facebook page or like in our Instagram comments. We check yes. those all the time. We sure do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, until then... I've been Nick, not a clone. I've been Scottbot, not a clone. I've been Michael. I'll see you guys next time. <gasps> oh, no!